we are all a product of imperialism unless you live in britain though then my friend you are the cause of imperialism hello everyone how are you all doing and welcome back to the teenage lens damn i have not done this in a while <laughs> I am Sheena Bose and I'm back from my hiatus and today we are going to be talking about one of the most important things that has shaped world history one of the main things that has molded the world the globe that has molded us into what we are today imperialism a round of applause please <laughs> we are all a product of imperialism unless you live in britain then my friend you are the cause of imperialism no offense So what exactly is this concept of imperialism that may not be very familiar to a lot of you Imperialism is basically the policy of extending a country's power and influence in other countries through colonization use of military force or other means Basically imperialism is the policy of a nation expanding their control in other areas through tactics that are not generally very ethical and it's not just getting power in those areas it also results to the spreading of culture spreading of ideas and spreading of various other cultural religious linguistic aspects of culture from one area to another i'm currently indirectly a product of imperialism my ideas are a product of imperialism how do i say so well let's take an everyday example since i live in india i am surrounded by uh, not pollution sorry <laughs> i am talking about chai tea stalls chai it's everywhere it is the drink of india coffee and all it just came through american tiktoks man don't take it seriously chai has always been the go to indian drink but how exactly did tea or chai become so popular here in india the credits of which we can probably give to the britishers who colonized india yes <laughs> thank you so much wow so they colonized india and they created tea plantations in india which made this chai so popular this was a result of imperialism now let's take a more global example so what language am i speaking currently english and you understand it effortlessly right even if you were not born and brought up in england why is that so because through colonization as well as the general influence of britain and the united states which was first colonized by britain let me add english has clawed its way through each and every country in india it is because of its long and rather unconsented relationship with the britishers apart from language we can see the spreading of culture via imperialism in religion as well because of british colonization and the settling of british officials them having kids with indian people and this overall mixture of different racial identities this led to the spreading of christianity so you see what i'm saying imperialism affects our everyday life in a long term manner be it about the language you speak the food you eat or the kind of music you like you know a lot of times a lot of us are very much into western music well i feel like at certain points that can also be linked to imperialism because it's through imperialism that we have been imparted with certain values that oh my god the west is better than us the west is better media than us so i feel like every day you know things like liking taylor swift more than liking atif aslam these small facts also have some roots that take us back to imperialism and colonialism 
I swear I'm not overthinking, okay? Now let's talk more about the causes behind the policy of imperialism. Why would a country want to do it? Why would a country want to forcefully occupy another country? At first glance, the answer is rather simple, right? Who would not want to expand their control? Who would not want another country under the palm of their hand? And this answer is correct for sure, but it is incomplete. Imperialism can occur for many more complicated reasons as well. The first being the quest for natural resources. Africa. When you think of this continent, the average person will think of dying children, hungry people, villages, the lack of drinking water, etc, etc. Well, Africa is actually a very minerally and naturally rich continent. But through imperialism and colonialism by guess who? Yes, you guessed it right, the Europeans. Through this, the continent became known for what it is today. Another reason for imperialism can be the search for cheap labor. Rich countries capture poorer countries, make the people there do work and produce goods for a very cheap cost. Then they sell those goods in their own country and other European countries, of course, and then reap massive profits. One thing you may have noticed is that while I was speaking, I used another word along with imperialism. I used the word colonialism. So what is this word now? Like, why am I confusing you so much, Panstreet? I'll just get to the point. What are these two words? We must understand that imperialism and colonialism are similar for sure, but they are not the same. Imperialism is the policy or the theory, while colonialism is the action. It is like the cause and effect. British imperialism and trade interests led India to be colonized by them eventually. There have been two stages of imperialism. The first, called the Old Imperialism. This happened from 1500s to 1800s. The main reason behind this kind of imperialism was for trade. This imperialism was not very intense because the main intention was to do trade, produce goods, get profit. In this Old Imperialism, there was some bare minimum level of cooperation done by the colonizer upon the colonized. The colonizer wants to ensure that they keep the colonized a little bit happy so that they're willing to work at least, okay? Then came the new imperialism, which looked at the, you know, the concept of old imperialism and just kind of spat on it. <laughs> so this was more urgent. People truly just wanted more colonies, more land, more parts to this. There was no trace of cooperation. It was more just about the direct conquest. Now let's put forward this question, a very controversial question, I swear. If you are discussing this question in your friend group, I swear to God, I think you may lose some friends. <laughs> so, but it's a question that needs to be answered. Is imperialism good? In certain aspects, sure, imperialism has benefited people, definitely. An example that I can cite from the perspective of India are the railways. The Britishers are the ones who created the railways and they have stayed till date and helped millions of Indians. Like this, people argue that imperialism has brought in development, economic growth, etc, etc. Some argue that imperialism introduced poorer countries to new technologies. But, on contrary to this, I would like to remind you all, is that railways and other technologies that imperialism may have apparently introduced to poorer countries, these were never introduced in the first place for the benefit of the colonized country. They were never implemented for the benefit of the poorer country. 
the britishers never built railways in india thinking that oh my god the indians will love us after this man they will completely forget how much we exploited them they never thought that they didn't build the railways for us man they built it for the thousands of british officials who lived in india who needed means of transport they built it for themselves so whatever economic growth and economic development you think the imperialists the you know the colonizers brought in the colonized country that development wasn't necessarily for the good of the people it was for the good of the colonizer so i believe we cannot really deceive ourselves by the so called idea of development the same goes for economic growth because one of the main purposes behind imperialism is to gain profits so even if the economy grows there is good production there is good employment the majority of the profits still go to the colonizer they never go to the colonized people additionally to this i think we need to definitely talk about the interconnections between imperialism and capitalism because lenin argued that imperialism is basically the late stage of capitalism and that is so true people will first turn their countries into a capitalist state exploit all the masses there earn all the profits they can make their pocket big and fat and then inevitably look to expand of course the statement may not always be true because in history we have seen that certain socialist countries that actually countries that claim themselves to be socialist and communist have ironically implemented um policies that are more leaning towards capitalism and imperialism we see the soviet union and how at the end of the war they occupied bulgaria romania hungary poland and eastern germany this is also imperialism we cannot just let this slide and the irony is that the guy who quoted that imperialism is basically the later stage of capitalism that's lenin he is the founding father of soviet union so that's kind of sad we can also see this in china a um, so called communist country which annexed tibet forcefully so all in all imperialism is complicated we cannot just put all the blame on capitalism like i would want to ideally we cannot and we can see that it has a lot of factors interlinked with it and in recent times it has become even more complicated we see that in recent times imperialism has found different ways to sneak inside instead of direct conflicts and a full on war with people going on the battlefield holding weapons and stuff there are more subtle mechanisms to of walking up to a nation and being like hey i am going to take you under my country now <laughs> there's you know there's a lot of other methods that have been implemented over the time we can see that the master of this gentle imperialism or subtle imperialism is no other than the united states the united states is like the overachieving son of britain and it points britain is proud but is also jealous we can see this gentle imperialism happening in hawaii now a very interesting thing happens in hawaii a very interesting thing that we have not seen in the examples before we see that religion was used to sort of colonize and occupy the land how did that happen basically hawaii had been an independent nation a group of islands mostly secluded from the rest of the world this was for a long time until some explorers and missionaries wanting to spread the idea of jesus and christianity arrived there over time as these missionaries settled in hawaii slowly they became less obsessed with the idea of jesus but more obsessed with the idea of trade 
and business, mainly sugar. The descendants of these American missionaries settled in Hawaii, formed an armed militia, and through the support of the United States government, they overthrew the Hawaiian government and took Hawaii under the control of the United States. This is also imperialism, gentle imperialism. People send some missionaries, they try to convert them into the religion. It's all so peaceful, you know, religion, Christianity, peace. Jesus, praise the Lord, man. And then you suddenly occupy the land, go against the indigenous population, enforce upon them the foreign policy of a country they don't even know and snatch their culture for them. This is imperialism. This is nothing short of imperialism. Cases like this have happened in multiple places in Africa as well. Where the apparent motive of spreading religion was used to actually disguise the motives of imperialism. This reminds me of the quote said by Desmond Tutu. When the missionaries came to Africa, they had the Bible and we had the land. They said, let's pray. We closed our eyes, but when we opened them, we had the Bible and they had the land. This perfectly encapsulates the situation of religion lingering behind the policy of gentle imperialism. Like this, the United States has had several imperialistic ventures and a lot of times they use the strategy of telling people that they are apparently liberating a country or introducing democracy in the country. It is like bait. Oh no, you think I'm occupying you? No, no, no. I am simply living in your country with my entire army to protect and liberate you from the people I fought with so that I could occupy you. That is probably the justification the US will give you while having everyday conversations with podcasters like me. Yay! <laughs> so that was the introduction to imperialism, the causes behind it, everyday examples of how it affects our life and continues to do so and the modern day methods, the modern day examples of how imperialism happens and continues to take place. And I hope that through this episode in the future, you will be able to identify certain cultural aspects around you that have been passed on to you and your society through your past colonizers, through chai, language, religion, whatever. Observation is key. Thank you everyone for tuning in and I will be back for the new episode soon. Have a great day. Feel free to contact me on my socials that I've linked below in the description. Give any ideas, any suggestions, anything. And that's that. Bye. See you later.